The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Tuesday. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and you. Plenty of uh, thoughts today on Ted Carter taking off to the Ohio State University. Marcus Satterfield spoke. How are things going as Nebraska gears up a week from Thursday for Minnesota will cover it all. Mitch Sherman joins us in about 10 minutes, make it 15 minutes, as uh, Mitch from The Athletic will have some thoughts on Ted Carter off to another Big Ten school. And uh, how do you take it as a Nebraska fan? 489-1240 to get in, 800-825-5865. Across the state where you hear us, the stream is open for you. And uh, put the life jacket on, dive in. I wish it was... Uh, less uh, humid in the studio. <laughs> I'm going to lose 30 pounds, as they say, but uh, I could use it. So uh, the Hale Varsity YouTube channels where you can watch the show and uh, also fire up the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal at Schmidt underscore radio. Give me a follow. So if it meant keeping Ted Carter, would you go outside and mow in this weather? Hell no. No, no, no. It's it's brutal in here, Schmidt. You just said it. Like back in the old days, and I haven't been here for that long. Back but, in my day, but back in the old days, back before this show was live streamed on YouTube. I mean, most things in radio still aren't. It's been about a year if since it, Ireland. If it was hot in the studio, you go tarps off. You could take that that shirt off and cool off on the studio. And now, like I don't want. I would be never do that. This I street. would not. I would not face any sort of harassment filing from co-host slash producer well see there was one salt dogs pool's game different. that i was uh, i was working the a couple years ago different. the pool is different but one salt dogs game a couple years took ago took your shirt off i swear the ac broke or something that night it had to have been at least 85 degrees in here and i said i'm not gonna sweat through this shirt because that was the point we were at like i had i had my i was pitting out i had the uh the, the shirt getting all sweaty up around my neck and i said i'm not walking out of here and uh and making this a wet t-shirt contest like shirt just coming off and we're gonna stay cool because you know, this building's a lot more empty in the evening than it is throughout the day. And, yeah, that's uh, that's something we could have done previously. But now that we're on video, we don't want to scare away any listeners. I, I honestly think you have a multitude of Nebraska fans that would raise their hand and say, my turn, you get it. If, if Let's just say Ted Carter's yard is a mulched yard, okay, not a bag. Oh. So it's every three days, specifically uh, maybe – Sooner than that, if you get a, a bunch of rainfall, but typically you go about three days if you mulch, and yeah, I, I think you'd have a line of Nebraska fans out there. Ted, how about you just say no to Ohio State, and I'll do your yard. Simplistic, I know. Guy's making one point two million with the bonus, and I know he's donating that to charity, but uh, yeah, this is uh, this is when you. You, you roll your sleeves up, or, or as Elijah does, takes his shirt off, and you just kind of gut it out. You've, you, a lot of you have practiced in this. Some of you, God bless you, work in this. And uh, it's Junior's freaking out about uh, 
you know, the uh, how hot it is and then going to work and it's like, son, there were days that your old man had to go mow the neighborhood. And it was days like today. But and you had to walk uphill both ways. Yeah, yeah, it was snowing, eighteen feet of snow each way. You had a, I did a rod sled, and you just got it handled. But no, in all sincerity, uh, yeah, I I disagree with you. You may not, but I think there's a bunch of Nebraska fans out there that would, if it meant keeping Ted Carter, they'd go out and mow in this type of weather, this type of heat, this type of humidity, this one hundred and fifteen, godforsaken. Uh, temperature index where the humidity is challenging arm wrestling the overnight low. Mm. Uh, so there you go. But, hey, Nebraska's fighting through it. It'll get them ready for Minnesota. They took the positive spin with it today after practice. Yeah, and just one final thought here. Not only would I not mow Ted Carter's yard in this weather, I wouldn't mow my own yard. Like, in this weather, I'm not asking kidding? you to go mow today during the day. It's acceptable to not swear at your neighbor if he was up at 7 a.m. mowing today. Well, yeah. And, and you have the evening mower mm-hmm. that, that freaks out your dog's personal experience. Uh, Cutter chimes in when we were talking law of averages yesterday. Uh, I was wrong about the law of averages comment yesterday. Bad things continue to happen to us. Okay, let's just go full Monty here with, with the Ted Carter news. And surprised, right? That, that's the reaction. Uh, I'm not surprised Ohio State went after him. I'm not surprised Ohio State got him. And it's not good for Nebraska in the short term. You've got nine days till kickoff, okay? Hayes not in the barn. You're getting ready for it. And the job right now of Rule and the team and Trev and company is to just go play, get better, uh, be sound for four quarters, uh, gut punch the other team, and then be the stronger fourth quarter team. Don't commit turnovers, tackle an open field, go sack the quarterback, cover punts and kickoffs, get a decent return and kickoff, have good field position, and navigate your schedule to a bowl game. Simple enough. You lay out the to-do list. That's the to-do list. Uh, not only for this coming Thursday or next Thursday, I should say, but beyond. Be all, uh, for Boulder, for the, the games you're, you're facing Michigan, your job is to do that 1%, watch it accumulate, and by the end of November, hopefully you're, you're in that seven-win club or six-win club. Uh, Ted Carter, Rule 8, is 63. How long do I think he'll be at Ohio State? Probably five years. He did five years at Navy, uh, signed on at Nebraska in 2019, and it was just over the summer where he was going to have oversight of Nebraska athletics versus the chancellor having that say. So what this means is the Board of Regents, they're going to hire the next systems president, okay? And they're going to try and find somebody that has athletics as part of their background. Hank Bounds had athletics as part of his background. Ted Carter, very interested. What this means long-term, if Matt Rule does what he's supposed to do, it just makes him keep makes keeping Matt Rule that much harder. Mm. Okay? Cuz you have Ted Carter and as good as Trev was is to to keep the conversation going and get the ink uh, dry on the contract. You had Ted Carter's help. You had a lot of respect for Ted Carter from Matt Rule because of their time uh, Temple versus Navy. 
I mean, there's there's a wow factor to Ted Carter. He's big time. He's he's a closer. You've got a good closer in Trev. You still got a great AD, I think, in Trev Alberts, and you still have him in rule. That's fine. But you've had a ton of change between Ronnie going away and and of course Ted Carter now going to Ohio State. Uh, I guess the only silver lining here is you got a guy that's been at Nebraska that now is going to be in Ohio State and it's going to be a it's going to be Ohio State and Michigan calling the shots in the Big 10 still. Uh, Northwestern's clouds probably gone due to the hazing. And then you got USC that's going to come in here and try and flex a little bit. So you've got a changing landscape in college football that you're dealing with. You got a changing landscape in your own conference with four Pac-10 slash Pac-12 teams making the move now. Uh, hopefully Ted remembers the good times in Lincoln and keeps Lincoln in his thoughts and uh, heart uh, if it comes down to Nebraska's place within the Big Ten. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that, that you had a guy that's that's had a good run here and their undergraduate numbers are incredible and it's it's not a system setup. He doesn't have Carney, he doesn't have UNMC, he doesn't have UNO and he doesn't have Lincoln all to mind. He gets to just hang out at Ohio State and it's right there. And I'm not saying travel's problematic, but it was part of the gig. And then you add football to it. So the Chancellors I should say the, the regents, excuse me. The regents want say in athletics or at least to have their voices heard that wasn't the case with Perlman okay Mm -hmm. wasn't the case in the past it's now set up so their voice is heard and they can go pick their guy or their gal they just got to make the right hire and Ohio State made one hell of a good hire today that starts January 1st so you're going to have to weather this it was big to have Ted Carter here for obvious reasons reasons through COVID with Trev uh, with the transition uh, away from Frost, and it was it was big time to have Ted Carter here to get Matt Rule. You're just not going to have that anymore, and if Rule does what he's supposed to do, Matt Rule will be sought after by others. And I'm not saying Ohio State's who I circle if Ryan Day goes to the NFL or, God forbid, loses to Michigan for a third straight year. My big picture thought on, on Matt Rule, if he does his job in Lincoln, is is that that Penn State gig, mm. and that's timing wise right now. You wonder the, the the connect the dots part is this. All right, we'll just throw it out there. We talked about this off air. Let's talk about it on air. Uh, getting way cart before the horse ish here. It is simple as all right. Jimbo ain't getting the job done. Uh, people at A and M use hundreds and thousands to start a fire. <laughs> Because they have that much oil money. They say, hey, let's go get a guy that's won in the SEC before. James Franklin, how's U10 treating you at Penn State? Oh, still can't get by Ohio State and Michigan? People are tired of it? Hypothetically, A&M says, James, what's it going to take you to move back to the SEC? Then there's an opening in Penn State. One of those buffers could have, should have, would have been, if we get this far cart before the horse is Ted Carter. <laughs> and that ain't happening. So I go back. I need some volunteers to mow yards. <laughs> Ted, can you say no? I know you just said yes. I know you just did a press conference. I know you expressed love and adornment for Nebraska. Anything we can do, says Nebraska fan. 
But, hey, it does not immediately affect 2023. It's after the fact. Yeah, what, what it affects is the fact that, that Trev Alberts and Ted Carter had a very unified vision for not only what the football Unity. program was going to be. Novel thought. They had a unified vision for not only the football program, for the athletic department as a whole, how the academic side would work with the athletic side in tandem to boost each other up. They had a unified vision, and you could see from the outside looking in just how well those two worked together. They were both individuals that I think had had similar personalities. The alpha types, the buck stops with them. They're not going to take any BS. Uh, they're going to be politically savvy on the outside, but on the inside, they're going to they're going to do what it takes in order to to make the right decision, make the right moves for the health of the university. They were very similar in that right, and they worked at least from the outside looking in, seemingly very well together. Can you find somebody that maybe doesn't necessarily have the same unity of purpose, to use another buzzword, that, that Trev and Ted Carter have? But you can't have somebody that stands in the way of what Trev Alberts wants with the athletic department and with the football program. And if you can find a person that's going to work hand-in-hand hand with Trev, that's great. But it's going to be hard to replace a guy like Ted Carter simply because of how well those two, Trev and, and Ted, their personalities seem to mesh together. And... If you saw anything differently, Schmidt, if you, you like, me. if you but those no, are two guys like, that if, just they, they were cut from the same cloth. If you like your boss, and you and your boss are both good at your job, I mean it can it can be harmony, and you have communication, and it's it's important for the regents to to and I don't know that you can go find him, man. Can you go find another Ted Carter? There's only. One, and I'm not trying to make too big a deal out of this because it's the, the breaking news of the day, but it is absolutely about the unity part. And that's what screwed up Nebraska forever because you had the, the chancellor and the president and the athletic department not always hanging out. It was always, it felt like kind of power. And not only did the university with the athletic department for years make their own money, but they were damn good, and they, they, they had the weight and the support, and they earned that. And if you're the, uh, the academic side of things, well, you probably don't like being told what to do or having to, to, to be a, a back seat. And it was kind of that constant struggle. You rarely do you have the academic and the academic uh, being able to just hang out and coexist. I think you've had that with Ted in place. Well, it's because Ted and Trev had this unspoken understanding of their visions for the university. I, like you mentioned the communication you got a guy factor. Who, you got a guy who got it yes. at the highest level of academia. There was so much that could be left unsaid between Trev and Ted because of the fact that they both knew what the vision was and how to execute that vision. And that's why we talk about the unity is that I – mean, I'm sure there was communication going on behind the scenes, but those two, whenever those two got up and spoke independently, they echoed the same things because they had that same vision. Sure. Well, Eric nails it here. Uh, You know, it's one thing if Ted leaves, who replaces him is got to stay out of Trev's way. Do you find a guy that that will, will, will do that? Just because he gets to oversee football now, is his assistance, his or her assistance going to be needed, wanted, and helpful or is it going to be divisive in the way or this guy or gal doesn't know what the hell they're doing or talking about and does it screw things up for a vision that's laid out i mean that's just it it's change it's uncomfortable and uh, you've got uh, till till january to make sure uh, you can change his mind (laughs) i'm kidding you're not gonna but no i mean ohio state's 
listen, I'm a proud Nebraska guy, graduated, did uh, graduate school work at Nebraska. I'm, I'm floored by how impressive the university is. So it's, it's an awesome spot. Ohio State is pretty impressive. Yeah, the, the, in, the, the in best itself. way to put that is uh, it sucks, but you can't fault Ted Carter for wanting to go to Ohio State. No, you can't. It's a big time. And Nebraska's big time, too. But Ohio State, in terms of just national relevance, not only in football, but in academics and everything, they're big time. We'll get uh, Mitch Sherman's take and get uh, Scott's comment. Hail Varsity continues.